0: Hey, it's Ruby. I'm good. <laughs> How are you? I hope you're doing well. I'm good. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm not even going to restart. It's cool. <laughs> um, It's Sunday today. July... What is it today? What is it? July something. Fuck, what is it? July 25th. It's 4:02 p.m. Um and it's been um a different week for me. Like I feel like I did lots of stuff. It was a long week. Yesterday I went to a well test and I was there for all of the morning um, into the afternoon and after lots of work I got another welding certification. So I my friends just finished my first year apprenticeship summertime before I begin my second year I am maxed out with like pay wise. I'm maxed out like I don't think I can get another raise (laughs) until I finish my whole apprenticeship you know after I graduate my fourth year I will be a journeyman, I'll get paid journeyman rate, but I made it to 90% journeyman rate already and that's what we can max out as Um, the way that our raises go we started at 60% as first years and Biannually, we'll get five percent raises. Um, you know, with successful completion of our courses, but there aren't you know minimum required work hours that are necessary. Other trades that we work with, um, like for example, I work with glazers. They need to get a hundred hours. You know, a hundred worked hours in order to get a raise, like they're, you know, the next raise that they work towards. And, you know, if you work full-time pretty consistently, that's easy to attain, especially like if you go ham and do OT and, you know, work longer days or whatever the case is. Um, but sometimes you get sent to work and it's it's a short job. Um, sometimes it's like a week gig, sometimes it's a couple months, and you know, then you're back on the bench um, until you're called to work again. And when you're laid off, um, so you know, in construction, you really don't get fired, like you'll get laid off, which is like kind of the same thing, right? But it's not, it just looks less worse, I believe. Let me take a sip of coffee. Because a layoff is not personal, whereas getting fired is a little bit more personal feeling, you know? Like, oh, you are not wanted here anymore, so you gotta go. Whereas a layoff is kind of just like, it can very well be you just like gotta go type of thing. But a layoff can also be, a lot of the times, a layoff is, you know, just like, External circumstances like work is slow, and you know, it's not your fault at all. Um, and it just is what it is, but yeah, with us, that's how it works biannually. We'll get five percent, so I've been getting that too. But with me showing up to these well tests, they're held Saturdays, they've been monthly, um, so. You sign up, you show up at 7 a.m., and you know, you take your time. You basically have until 4 p.m. to complete. A well test is um, testing in all positions. Well, basically just vertical and overhead. And I've done the small, I've done so basically that's stick. I've done wire feed and I just did my DOT certification which is Department of Transportation and that means that I am employable, like more employable than I've ever been um, at least like, you know, welding wise and if there ever is a job where they need people that have to be certified DOT welders then, you know, I'm your girl. I'm very happy about that. So, um, I want to talk about some things related to that. Um, That's something that I am so proud of myself for. I worked really hard. Um, This test in particular was pretty hard because I initially kind of messed up at the beginning. Um, I messed up the cables And good thing that my instructors aren't that strict. They're like understanding that, you know, I I just used the wrong polarity. So after welding a plate, I had to actually restart it all over. So instead of welding two plates, I essentially welded three. So like they're one inch plates thickness. There are two plates that we put side by side and they are beveled. So, you know, they're beveled at like a 45 degree angle and the points they don't touch each other. Like there's a gap. There's like a 1 inch gap in between. So we fill in that gap and all the way up towards where it's like flush or a little bit more than flush so just think of like maybe crazy glue or, or or like a glue gun and if you had to fill a gap like that like a one inch thick gap that is like a one inch thick like plate so that's the depth of like the the gap that you're gonna fill, but it's also like spaced out, like the space between what you're filling is like spaced out, and then there's like slants on each side. So it takes a while. It'll take you a while, and it has to be uniform and neat, and like the welding process is not like crazy, I mean, not like a hot gun glue whatsoever, but I just want to give you somewhat of a visual if you followed me at all of just like the the repetition of like you trying to fill this in, right? And then just like if you know welding at all, like if you've seen it and you kind of like get the gist of what it's like, then you can just like imagine Um. Like what I have to go through, you know? (laughs) So I'm proud of myself. Like I'm going to be making more money. Great. You know, like I worked a really long week and then like, you know, made sure that I showed up this Saturday for that test because I'm hungry for it. And I say that to say that It's a cause for celebration um, and I think that I achieve lots in life that are causes for celebration and I think that I've always just wanted that because I I would I, I like to participate in stuff like that when it comes to other people you know someone that i love like you know wants to celebrate something and like i'm there like i want to celebrate too yes um definitely enjoy being like encouraging um i'm not at all perfect you guys okay like maybe there are people in my life where i haven't been encouraging to but i just think that as a friend like this is how i like to show up maybe i haven't showed up this way to every single person that i've had a interaction with but like i just i believe that i'm like that i believe that i am supportive and like not only with my words but with my actions you know like i i am very supportive um so I think that for some reason, right? For some reason the type of person that I am um that doesn't really happen for me as often as like it you would think. Um but that's okay it's like it's like i i used to you know not so much anymore like i i feel like good i feel really good about myself but i think that you know i really cared about what other people thought you know i i like needed that validation you know, I needed praise because it kind of just you know, affirms what I already know you know, like I know that I apply myself and I can achieve, you know, I can achieve what I set out to do and then like if a result from that is, like, oh my god, let's celebrate! Um, it's like an an extension, like a an extra. It's it's a bonus, right? Like it's a bonus, and I think that it'll tie everything together. Like not that um, I do this great thing so that we can have a party afterwards. I just think that if there are lots to celebrate about, like there will be even more to celebrate about. So I guess I just also wanted like just that whole type of momentum um where all these people around me are doing great things, and they're always great things to celebrate so that's not you know like that's not bad, that's not bad to want that um and you know i I've wondered in the past a lot like you know why is it that you know it's like I don't really have. anyone around me when I do some awesome shit it's kind of just like, you know, I I tell the story after the fact, you know, like like after the fact, it's like, wow, that's incredible, like you should really be proud of yourself and like, okay, I am you know, I am <laughs> um, and I know that there are other people in the world that can relate to me, you know, that's So I have this little story, right? I played volleyball in high school and it's the it's the longest like, you know, I, it's a sport that I've played the longest. Like I didn't grow up playing it whatsoever. I just, you know, didn't really want to go straight home after school, so I joined the volleyball team. I joined my sophomore year I think and it's crazy how I don't even like I'm not even sure, did I join freshman year? No I joined sophomore year, freshman year I was trying like a whole bunch of stuff that I just, I didn't even know, I I tried gymnastics and then they had everyone do cartwheels and I can't even do a cartwheel so I was just like okay yeah that's not for me um I was gonna do cheerleading, and I'm just like, you know what? No, like, I don't really have the body for this. I know that in Buckley High School, there were so many different shapes and sizes, like, ch- types of cheerleaders that we had, but. I felt like it wasn't for me. And also, like, I'm really not acrobatic like that either. And I didn't want to be like one of the girls that was like at the bottom while, you know, I was over here like holding all these different, like, lighter, slim girls doing all the like flips and stuff in the air. I didn't want to be like a bottom girl. I just, I was just like, this is, I can't. (laughs) So, you know, no cheerleading for me. But. Um, I did play volleyball and I really really liked it and I was good at it. I was good at it. Um my senior year I had this coach and he gave us awards and stuff like that. Um and I got an award and it was for being the unsung hero of the team. And I believe I still have it somewhere. I have a folder full of all like the certificates and diplomas that I've gotten in my youth, my younger years. Um and yeah, that's that's me right there. And you know what? It's okay. It's okay because You know, an unsung hero. Let me look it up so I can um, clarify what this means. I'm sure like in context you guys can understand what it means, but let me give you the definition according to Google or the internet. Okay, so here we go. The first definition that Google shows me is one who does great deeds but receives little or no recognition for them. Um, Another thing. What does it mean to be unsung? One, not sung. Two, not celebrated or praised. Who are some unsung heroes? I actually don't know who they are and go figure. (laughs) Of course I wouldn't, right? Who is an unsung person? Unsung is used to describe people, things or places that are not appreciated or praised although you think they deserve to be they are among the unsung heroes of our time what does unsung success means you know how you google something you keep on like clicking on the drop down like you know the drop down button you keep on finding new things that's basically what i'm doing so what does unsung success mean? Not noticed or praised for doing hard work, being brave, or achieving results a teacher is often the unsung hero of a great writer's success so yeah, Um, what is the meaning of an unsung artist? for an artist to be labeled unsung, it basically means that artist's music is not being given the attention it deserves so if an artist like Ms. V is labeled as unsung and makes the whole concept confusing. So I don't know what that example is. I don't know who Ms. V is, but yeah. So yeah. Um, So essentially, I love using that word, essentially I know that I do things for me. I do care what other people think, but to a certain extent. I don't do anything because of um, I don't know. I guess that's something that I should dig dig deeper in, like within. Um, Like I don't expect praise at all. It would be nice. um, But I I literally just do things for me. I just do. Um, it's like if i were if I were to do music, right, I wouldn't want my main focus to be stardom. like I'm not gonna like I know that sex sells, right? I know that any like upping the the sexy would help. um I'm very curvy. And let's say, you know, gonna prepare for a performance or whatever, like, why not use the sex appeal? Um, But that's not the type of artist or artistry that I would wanna portray. Like, of course, I would want some beautiful photos of myself, but I don't need to, like, be like, like hella sexy. That's not what I want. That's not what I would want. That's not what I would want to be known for. Um I would want to have great lyrics. I would want to have like the the like music, you know, the produced like track to have a really great sound so like that could be you know um, electronic sounds that someone like puts together for me because I like that or like instruments that really speak to me Um, I've been really working on my personal style and I came across this video on YouTube recently and it was a TED Talk this woman um, did and she herself is a, a like a stylist, a personal stylist but in her talk she gave the example of there are, she likes to categorize like styles under like just like think of an orchestra, a music orchestra and you have your groups you have these sections of the orchestra and they are grouped by the types of interest instruments. You have, you know, the like the strings and you have the woodwind and you have the like the brass and the percussion. And then um You know, so she described, like, in her own words, like, what those sounds are. Like, woodwind is, like, you know, a flute. You know, a clarinet. Very, you know, like, melodic. Um, And then the the strings, you know, you have your, like, cello and violin. Um, Then there's the brass, you have like, you know, saxophone, trumpet you know, causes like, I guess like, you know, like a tension or whatever um, and then percussion, you know, it's like a, you have your drums you know, like carry the steady beat or whatever and um, I've been really listening to salsa like a lot these days Um Every now and then, like I always go to my salsa playlist. I have um some playlists that I make myself that I curate myself constantly um, on Apple music. if you're interested at all, you can follow me and check out my playlists. My name is Ruby Everywhere on there. I have a salsa playlist. you know love salsa grew up with it. definitely need to. You know, collect all my favorite songs so that I can listen to them whenever I want to. But yeah, I've been taking my salsa classes, and I just like that's that's my thing right now. You know, I want to keep dancing more and um, even like travel and dance eventually, stuff like that. So I've been really just filling salsa like on my drives really listening to how this music is orchestrated like back in the day there was a whole fucking like orchestra pretty much on the stage like you know behind the singer or singers you know usually there's one main singer and then there's like a group of like um, the backup singers to the side and it's just like wonderful. I would love to go to more salsa performances like that. I went to one, El Gran Combo de Puerto Rico. I went to their show a few years back. It was at Foxwoods, I think. Um, that was a nice show. You know, it was like a sit-down show. I took my dad. He was so embarrassing. Um, he like, you know, took me to like dance or whatever, and like we were told to sit down like more than more than once and it really wasn't that type of concert it wasn't like a a dancing concert or a standing um room concert like you sat on your seat and you you know enjoyed yourself like with the music of course but like that's how years ago back in the day you know like old times like that's how salsa concerts were like it's very like loungy you know it's like of course like There are parties and concerts. I mean, I guess like at the club you would dance, but if it's a concert, like you would usually sit and listen to the music, you know, enjoy some cocktails, smoke some cigars, like dress nicely, and enjoy the show. So, yeah, I've been really um, paying attention to all the sounds and everything, and I think I resonate most with like a drum. I love like grooving to a drum, especially to a salsa song. There's something about it. I think it goes with like like that Puerto Rican um culture where we also have bomba plena and bomba plena there it's music um derived from very 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 early years of like the country like settling into like it's, you know, it's like a big, a large part of that comes from like African culture, like music with drums, um, and then like dancers. But the dancers kind of like lead the drum. It's it's really cool to watch a bomba plena performance. It actually gives me chills, and I would love to take some classes to learn how to do that too it's it's so awesome so yeah you like have these like movements or whatever you like move your shoulders you move your hips your feet your hands all this stuff um and like the drummers follow you you know and like you like the if you're dancing if you're the one dancing so it's so cool anyway yeah I really love the drums um What is my point here? What is my point? Um Anyway, I lost it. It's fine. Maybe I'll like go back to it eventually. But yeah, I wanted to talk about that like the fact that it's freaking okay if you don't get the praise, recognition um that you deserve or like you know if like you really love something and you know that it doesn't get the recognition that it deserves like I think there's something so special about that like that's it's not where you know the crowd goes like it's something you know just against the grain it's you know it's not your like trending topic it's not um, it's very great though and i love that i know that about me um and honestly like not having all the praise and stuff it like it keeps me humble and not that i like you know think that being humble is like better than anything but i just think that it adds to like my identity and I'm not going to be all like you know I just really appreciate the life that I have it's not like a lot of peoples that I know it's very very different Um, and I just really like it like I've always had a yearning for closeness and family and tradition um but you know it's it's my life is so like non-traditional like it's just like I don't know even I think I'm just so mysterious like what is my deal like what is what are you here for really like it's very interesting um how things are unraveling for me like I am so interested in my life I really am um yeah, I'll take another yeah. sip of coffee. I know it's like 4 p.m. and I'm drinking coffee. I don't care. I, I had a, a late start today. I have really good sleep. I needed it. I was exhausted. Uh, and this cup of, cup of coffee right now is great. Mm. I also wanted to talk about speaking up because there it's been kind of a theme this week for me. Where it's worked out in, on my behalf quite a bit, um, I think that there has been scenarios, a few scenarios that I can think of where, you know, I could have just pleased other people, just like said I was okay with stuff, where you know it really wasn't serving me as best as I would like um, as best as it should be for me um, personally because of course and why not right so um, I'll start with work Um, I mentioned earlier about like my raises and stuff like that and how I recently just passed a test where I'm going to get yet another raise, right? But um yeah, last month I passed an a welding test and I was going to get another raise and it's been taking my job quite a while to apply it. You know, I haven't seen it reflected on my paycheck. So, there was an issue a couple of weeks ago where I didn't get paid and it was because I wasn't on anyone's like schedule pretty much. I've been at the shop so my you know, first foreman like just stopped logging my hours because I wasn't working at the site where he was um, and I wasn't aware that I had to Like submit my hours to the lady that's in charge of the payroll. I wasn't aware of this so I didn't do this and I didn't get paid. So it was an easy fix. I just had to let her know um that hey like i've actually been at the shop and i just was unaware that i needed to let you know that i i worked but i i worked 40 hours and you know i didn't get paid but just just so you know and they actually brought me a check personally um so i got paid that same day regardless so that's great um Something that I did do is because I got a a check in my hand, I actually deposited to the bank that I have in Puerto Rico. Um, I don't have any like personal checks with this bank or like a letter that like you know has my bank information so that I can get direct deposit to that checking account. So you know I've just been having my money deposited from work to my bank here Um, but then you know like that week in particular I got a check and I was just like oh my god like I had the bright idea like let me just like start sending money to like my Puerto Rico checking account so yeah something really great that happened um, happened for a reason right so everything happens for a reason so anyway that happened so that was like a little mix up with my pay but it got fixed I mentioned, you know, the next week, I, I made sure to log my hours and submit them to the same person because, okay, you know, now I know what I have to do when I'm at the shop. And then I let her know, too, that I've had a couple raises in the past few weeks, so hopefully she received the email that said so from my hall. Hopefully she, you know, those got to her. And she said, yes. You know she got back to me a little late like sorry, I didn't answer about your raises. I put them in um on like the payroll like program that they use or whatever, so I should be all set cool this week. I thought that well my my final my last raise it would ref- it would reflect on this paycheck, but i but it didn't and I'm, like, stuttering. This has been happening lately. I don't know what's going on with my speech. Anyway, it didn't. And I was a little, like, annoyed because, you know, like, I've had to contact this person, like, a few times already. And I'm just like, I don't know. But then one of my coworkers was just like, you know what? Yeah, but, hey, you're gonna let them, they'll do it. Like, you'll, you know, if you don't say anything, like, then it's fine with them so I'm like yeah he's totally right like even though I've already like said something like I'm gonna have to say it again because they have to make it right because why not you know like why would I stay shut and get paid less than you know what I should be getting paid for you know like why would I do that like just say something so I did and the issue is going to get resolved once again simple like she you know apologized and said you know like I like submitted it, but I guess um the other person must have forgot. So I'm going to see, you know, a retro like payment of the hours from last week, next week, and then I will, you know, be getting paid at like the rate that I should be getting paid, like from here on out. And she apologized again. And I'm like, Oh my god, you know, think I'm so glad that I mentioned it to you. I thanked her and wished her a great weekend and she just said you know like you too like great easy cool next scenario (laughs) next scenario in the life of Ruby um yes um, I got invited to go on a trip it's going to be like a bachelorette long weekend um and I love to travel. I initially was going to travel somewhere mid-October, but it fell through. So, you know, it's going to be basically around the same time and, like, why not, right? So I'm going. Um, She had shared with, like, you know, she made a group chat and shared where, like, it was a best like the best place she can find to for all of us to stay, so we're going um it's not really like a a girls' vacation type of place like it's mostly maybe like romantic type of getaways and stuff like that like friends do go and have a great time, but um there aren't lots of like big places that are on the affordable side and like she found the best one that she could so people she's like working with like m- you know the majority's budget um, and the place had a few beds and then like two bunk beds now I know that like if she were to rank like me in like terms of like friendship you know um, I would not be high up there like we're friends but not you know like in her eyes like she's going to be she's the bride right um, she obviously deserves like the best room it's it's her trip I mean it's everyone's trip but it's in celebration like the purpose is you know for, for her bachelorette getaway um, but then obviously everyone else will enjoy you know celebrate that and enjoy like being far away and on vacation you know um so yeah I just I knew that if I agreed to stay there I would get a bunk bed and I don't want to sleep in a bunk bed um so it's just a preference you know I think that I've learned a lot vacationing with other people so far um am i i'm not it's not that i'm too good for a bunk bed um i just know that i'm going to travel like you know it's far away and i i'm not necessarily looking to spend as little money as possible um i don't have any children you know like one must take into account that too like My responsibilities are just taking care of myself. And I know that I'm going with women that, you know, are moms. Like maybe I'm not the only one that's not a mom yet, but just in my life right now, I know that um, I'm not trying to spend as little money as possible right this second for a vacation. So I'm willing to spend more. And I said something, you know, I just said, like, I don't love, I don't love the bunk beds. Um, And I was a little worried about some backlash. Um, I didn't, you know, I felt like a snob for saying that, but she was totally cool with it. She was just like, hey, like, if you stay somewhere else, like, it's totally cool. Like, you'll still be a part of the group. And if you want to come on any of the excursions. Um like i shouldn't feel like a snob for having preferences, and i love I just love that she totally got it without me even having to- i didn't even have to explain at all um so that was great like I was glad that I opened my mouth about that, you know like i would i don't want to go on vacation and like you know be a crab. <laughs> 'Cause I, I foresaw that if I I lied, if I would have lied to myself and lied to them, like, okay, yeah, I'm fine with it. And then, you know, knowing that I'm gonna get the bunk bed, knowing that I'm probably gonna get like the small one too. And I just I didn't wanna have to endure that and again, like I don't wanna be a crab on vacation, you know. I don't I, I wanna have a good time. I wanna make sure and I can make sure, you know, I'm an adult. And I can make sure that I have the best time possible for myself so that, you know, all around it should be good, right? Because if everyone else does that, then we're good. Um, So that was great. That was another time where I had to say something. Um, I'm going on another trip with another friend of mine, and this time it's just her and I. Um, And, you know, I like the tickets are already purchased. Um the hotel's booked, but we can always cancel it if we find something different. Um I just wanted to, you know, kind of just take care of that like more sooner than later. And um Yeah, she kind of like took a while to get back to me, but we we finally like spoke about it more and she let me know like her thoughts on the hotel, like for now it's the best one that we can find. Um, but she mentioned like you know maybe going the Airbnb route so that like we have like our own rooms and like a shared space instead of just sharing like the same room and I hear that because I just like you know had a convers like I just dealt with something similar with the whole like bunk bed situation you know like okay I you know I get the whole I get the space thing like I know that like when you're on vacation like you're you're so far away from home and you are with whoever you're traveling with for a long time, you know, like if it's your significant other, then maybe you're already used to that because maybe you guys live together already and, you know, you're just like together all day long, but I mean, sometimes not because like in your day to day life, like you live with your partner, but like you guys work too like you guys have your own lives so you go out to work, you know, you go out with your friends, on vacation though it's different, like you're together the whole time, unless you arrange something else for yourself, but most likely on vacation like that's who you're spending your time with, and it's a lot it's a lot, that's why they say you really get to know people well when you go on vacation, because that's who you're fucking with 24-7, like you open your eyes and they're there, and you close your eyes and they're there, type of shit um so yeah, I just didn't enjoy thinking that, you know, I'm going to be in a room with a bunk bed and like someone above me or someone below me, whatever the arrangement might have been and you know, I what if I'm not comfortable and I'm moving around a lot and you know, what if like I hear snoring, what if like all these things. I just did I just knew. I just knew that <laughs> it's like a no for me. So yeah. And I get that. I, like this other friend of mine and like the trip that I'm going with her. Like I get the space thing. So um but yeah, she mentioned that and she also so mentioned like outfits and she wants to match. Um like maybe like dress and themes stuff like that at a festival. Like but people do that at festivals. People wear like costumey type of looks. People dress however they want to. Um, I let her know that I'm willing to do that for one day but the rest of the days I want the freedom to wear whatever else Um, and she replied with like fair, you know, that's fair and like why wouldn't that be fair, right? I just think like I think that sometimes we're afraid of how we deliver um, a no to people. um, How we deliver our response, like our, our real thoughts about something. And that fear might make you not be honest. You know, you don't say the truth. You might just like fucking lie. And then it's like a whole mess, right? Like this whole inner BS that you have to deal with because you have to lie. Um, it's okay to like think about something for a while, and you know what? If you need to say that to the person that needs an answer, or a response from you, like just say that. And it's best to be honest. It's best to speak up. Okay, even today, I went to the grocery store, right? And um, I see that there's one person like in line. There are two cashiers open, but just like one line, right? Like he's behind somewhat behind one register, but it was kind of like a space where if if he saw that the next like the other register was open, he could have gone there. So I'm like, okay, cool. We're making like a one line type of deal. And then shortly after that, um, Other people were making different lines. So I was like in line behind this man, right? And then someone else just decided to pull up behind the other cashier. Like he didn't see that there was a line already. And then a worker um, went and announced, like, you know, we can help the next person in line at this register. And he called me over. He must have seen me you know and what i was trying to do what i was you know cooperating with you know this unspoken thing like etiquette at the grocery store or at any store right if even at this dollar tree near where i live my local dollar tree um there are two cashiers but people don't make two lines we make one line and we just like go to where like whoever helps us next type of thing. So that that happens a lot in stores and people don't exactly think that way. They think that oh, you know, there's two cashiers, you're over there. Well, I'm going to stand right behind this cashier. But like don't you see that there's turns? I don't know. People people think differently. That's fine. So yeah, this um the employee of the store called me over Cause he must have seen what I was trying to do and I go over but there's a man that's like closer to that cashier and he's just like you know he heard what the cashier just announced and he spoke to the lady in front of him like ma'am do you want to just go over here and I'm, I'm headed over ma'am do you want to just go to this cashier and she's like oh okay so she like leaves her spot goes to like get helped you know to like get helped first right and then he was going to like go behind her and then you know what like i just walked over and these two people cut me <laughs> that's how i saw it because like how didn't you hear him call me over and i just immediately thought like huh this is kind of shady so like i spoke up as i said he totally called me over now the man was the only one that heard that Um, the woman was already like there like unloaded her stuff and shit so he could have been a dick but he actually wasn't he was like oh I I missed that I'm sorry and he like let me go in front of him so I did I said thanks you know if I didn't say anything then those two people would have cut me I said something and then just like one person cut me but you know so, moral of the story. <laughs> I guess I spoke about like two bo- like br- broad, vague topics. The first one, um, being an unsung hero, right? And how it's still fucking great. Um, and next, speaking up for yourself. And Um I hope that helps. <laughs> because it's helped me a bunch. Like I had to I had to speak up for myself a lot this whole week. And life just keeps on being exciting, you guys. How long is this recording? Let's see. Fifty, hell yeah, long enough. All right, love ya. Talk to you later. Until next time, be good. Catch ya then. Peace.